You are now in the loop with Single in the Loop. town like come on why not why not why not i'm gonna let nina be beyonce and i'm gonna be megan that's fine <laughs> it's fine i will take that I will take <laughs> nina gonna go, always give you that that beyonce read i would give you that megan read you probably gonna catch these motherfucking heads so you know i just feel like it's, it's perfect but welcome back to single loop another motherfucking episode in quarantine episode 91 and uh we're back we're back we are still isolated we're taking extra precautions because the governor is a nut case (laughs) and doesn't understand what's still occurring in its own state slash city but we're here, living it. Um, Houston has semi opened up. Oh, Houston um, is all the way open the fuck up. Ain't no semi to this point. It ain't all the way open up because until I can go to my nail shop and go to my nail tech, Houston is not open. It's coming because I look at it like this: the uh, rules and regulations were restaurants are supposed to open. What else was supposed to open? Doctor's offices were supposed to open. Well, movie theaters. Um, retail stores. Retail store. Real random ass shit. But only to like 25%. That was the rule. 25% capacity was the rule. Okay, sis. Um, so that's not that's not happening. So what did it it was supposed to start on Friday? Thursday? Friday? Friday it started. Some people started on Thursday, so Friday, everybody was out in these motherfucking streets. Saturday at midnight on technically Friday morning and got shut down within 15 minutes after opening. And Onyx is a strip club here in Houston. Um, Their excuse is that they are a they they are a full kitchen. They have a full kitchen, so they are a restaurant, and the strippers are just entertainment. That's their excuse, you know. Um, I'm not here for it, but at this point. Get it how y'all motherfucker live. If motherfuckers die, then they just die. For me and mine, we're gonna be in the house, and that's just it. <laughs> like I can't. Right. I can't. I don't think they took into consideration how many bars can also be considered restaurants because they have a full kitchen with a menu already drawn up. So right. And I don't. They didn't know. realize how many lounges that they had, like with this type of combination with the bar. Right. And Right, because bars are not supposed to be open, but I don't know if Houston is just kind of one of those unique places where it's like everything in one, because I feel like I've been a lot of different places that I've never really seen, like, the things that we have. You know what I'm saying? Like, the address, right. uh, Seaside. Like, it's literally a club slash bar slash restaurant. <laughs> like, I would say um, 
Atlanta has it too. They probably have more of them than we do. Yeah. But Atlanta, Dallas, we, we all kind of, we have those type of places. Um, California is about to reopen next week. They are probably the king and queen of having places like that. Well, I've never experienced anything like that in California. They have more of, if they do have a restaurant and club, it's two separate things. Like, it's like next door. They do have a lot of rooftops, but they're not full restaurants, though. They're more like just bar, lounge-ish situation. So now it's it's just a lot of places getting away with being open. Because they got Um, full kitchens. Like, there's a few spots that I feel like we've been to that we just consider bars. Mm-hmm. But they have a full kitchen, so you can't really argue with that except them making you change the hours that you're open, like a true restaurant. But um, if y'all are familiar with Houston, like um, Uptown Hookah Lounge is open again till 2 a.m. Yeah. Like, it ain't nothing. Everything is open, right? <laughs> like, everything is open. Like, it's, except it's for crazy. Shop. Look. Nail shops ain't open, so the world ain't open yet. Nina is pressed about getting her nails done. I look, <laughs> I just want to get my feet done, and I want to get some tips on my nails, okay? I want to click, click, clack. I want to scratch my head easily. I can't do that, double. I got to, like, pat myself on the head, because... The ghetto. Bitch. Listen. I, cosmetically... I feel like I'm not losing it, but I really miss it. Like going to the, if you are consistent going to the nail shop every other week, every two weeks or whatever, this is really fucking with you. Yeah. I'm not doing the press ons. A whole bunch of y'all. Listen, don't be fucking hating. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. Okay. Okay. Uh, Where are your press ons at? I don't have none, but I did buy some. You did buy some. I did buy some. It did, but what I'm going to do is, well, what I already have done is I ordered a whole motherfucking machine from Amazon, okay, to do the poly gel nails, so my nails about to be lit next Man, week, okay? I about to act like I went to cosmetology school. But I did, so I can do this. You can no, sit over there and be, you can sit over there with your, with your nubs if you want to. I will. I will. You ain't even got no chiclet nails now. You got nubs. Look. I'm okay. having some claws during this shit. Wait till my stuff come in. My lamp already came in. I'm just waiting for my poly gels. So I might do an actual video of me like doing them and we'll see how they come do you out. Have acryl- Are you doing acrylic powder or no? No, it's poly gel. Like, so it's kind of like acrylic, but it's not acrylic. Okay. It's like, it's like di- is it dip powder? It's not a powder. Okay. No, it's like a gel. Okay. And you just like kind of shape it. It comes with a form. So the form, it looks like a whole nail with the C curl. See, I'm multi-talented. You know, I'm I'm very artsy, crafty. Like, I can figure some shit out. So as this shit about to be lit. Hair, as long as my hair is done, I'm not tripping. Like, nails and feet, I'm like, okay. But as soon as, like, that's the only place I'm going to go to, like, risk going to. She's going to risk it all for some nails. Nail shop. <laughs> Huh? That's when you're going to risk it all for some nails. Fucking right. <laughs> but I feel 
shop is not going to probably be open till like June or something anyways. And I really don't want to go to anybody else. I want to be loyal to my nail tech. I know a lot of people then gave up on a nail tech and went to whoever. But I mean, it's fine. I actually, you know, not having nails, it's cool. You know, mm-hmm. I think it, once I get nails again, it's going to be some getting used to again. Because I've been eating crawfish and it's been nice not having nails. That's true. But I mean, I still eat my crawfish with gloves on, though. So I guess it don't really matter to me. Crawfish season about to be over soon. I'm going to get some crawfish tomorrow. You should. Wait, but some, wait. tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo. No. Oh, shit. It sure is. Do I get crawfish yeah, you today, man? You got to. And you got to get a bottle of tequila if you don't have it already. I don't. I had got those little bottles of tequila and I drank those. <laughs> you need to go get some and you might want to get some because I know where you live and you need to get some tequila tomorrow <laughs> oh the ratchetness but I mean we're here y'all we going through the change like the city has really been crazy and we just been you know kicking back a people little bit people don't know how to show you better than I could tell you type of situation. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's like, if people are blessed to be able to go out and hang out and smoke hookah and go to a strip club and do what they want to do and still have their lives or still be healthy and the people around them still have their life and be healthy, then cool. But if they not, then that's on you. They got nothing to do with me because I stay mad in the house. There's strip clubs that are still, that are open. Like I saw Be Live was open like last night. <laughs> and fuck? I don't know. But I guess I they I think the live does have a full kitchen. Um, I heard their food was was good because of Drake. Um, and Onyx was open, but no one can be by the stage where the stripper is dancing. You gotta sit. You gotta be like back six like feet. Sit back <laughs> and watch. So I don't know how they transfer the cash. To the stripper on the stage. I got somebody walk around with a bucket. Probably, yeah. But that kind of defeats the purpose of like stripper one on one. I don't know, Nina. You know, strip clubs is more your thing. Look, I went to the strip club in February and I'm glad I went. I went to Crazy Bull, which. When the city really opens back up, we got to go there because y'all don't know what y'all missed. And that was a good time. It's okay? so far away, though. <laughs> so far. It's far away, but it's over by, like, not far from where I grew up at on the southwest side. Well, we Uber into your mom's house then. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to my mom's yes, house. We are. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to my mom's house. 
Crazy Bull. It's a cool strip club. Usually, Turkey Lake Hut got one of their food trucks sitting outside at three in the morning. Too. I bet you they so do. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. But um, but it's so crazy how we were doing all this partying, like a lot of partying up until shit just got shut down. I mean, usually this is how we usually are around like this time because of so many birthdays back to back. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like we really got it in. Oh, I definitely got it in. I definitely got it in. That was nothing but the Lord preparing me. Like, you know what, girl? Just go ahead and go out and have fun. Live your best life. Because you about to be sitting down for two, three, maybe four months, maybe five months, whatever. But, yeah, I had me a good old time. I had all the hookah, all the Remy, all the Hennessy, yeah. all the crawfish, everything. Had a good time. So, I ain't mad at it. Right now, I'm sitting in the house just working on things that I feel like I need to work on. Um, I feel like with my job and everything, things are definitely going to change within the beauty community. Um, like how we do a lot of things when it comes to this COVID-19 situation. So I just want to, you know, take some time to do some stuff for myself because I don't know how that's going to pan out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be like a drastic change. It's not going to be like a little, oh, little tweaks and stuff like that. And I'm not talking about as far as like cleaning and stuff because where I work we always that's one of our top priorities is like you know sanitizing things and you know cleaning things or whatever but I'm just saying Mm -hmm. in general like are we gonna be able to apply makeup are we gonna be you know like those things are going to change for sure and I just don't know exactly how it's going to affect us in the long run so just working on some stuff for me and mine so I can make sure I'm good over here yeah so I can stay in the house for like two more months. I'm good. <laughs> like honestly, I'm not gonna feel comfortable like doing regular stuff for a long time. Yeah. Like if I go out to eat to a restaurant and like dine in, it literally can only be like me and one other person. But this is what and, I don't get about the restaurants, right? Uh-huh. So they said right now, restaurants, you can have up to 25% of your capacity, right? Right. And most people are requiring people to wear, well, they want us to wear masks regardless. Like the city of Houston are asking everyone to wear masks. It's not mandatory yet, but they are kind of enforcing it without enforcing it, enforcing it, right? Well, I thought you were going to get a fine if you didn't have one. But then Abbott, the one that you said lost his motherfucking mind, said, oh, well, they're not going to give you fines. They just, you know, want people to wear a mask. So he just kind of canceled that out with his bitch ass. But whatever. That's neither here or there. So you go in a restaurant. You walk in with a restaurant. You walk in a restaurant with your mask on. You take your mask off to eat. Like, you can't eat with a fucking mask on. So to me, you're still contaminated. Like, people are still getting contaminated because nobody has their mask on. Everybody's in here eating. Like, I'm just really confused on how that works. I think what it is is that you need to have a mask. And then when it's time to eat, you can put it under your chin or whatever and eat. But... I just don't see why people can't just stay at home. And right. Eat. I'd rather just eat at home. I ain't got to wear no mask at home. I'd rather just stay at home. Order my food to go. Wear my and mask like, to pick up. these restaurants, they're doing reservations, which I know why. So they know how many people at a certain time, a certain hour, 
But when it comes to that, it's just like... It's still losing money. You're not making a whole bunch of money. I think Houston has done... And I don't know about the rest of the surrounding cities in Texas, but Houston has done a great job with doing to-go orders. Right. And putting stuff, like, in containers. Mind you, even when you're doing pickup food, you're supposed to dispose of the container that you get and put it on your own type of utensils or paper plates or whatever have you. But I think it's been working just fine. I think they've been making a lot of money doing that anyways, but I think it's more of the business employees that want to be paid, but they can't hire everybody back because 25% is how many tables I went to. um, If you're familiar with BB's cafe, I went there to get crawfish, the one off of Westheimer. um, What is that? Westheimer near Chimney Rock. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I went to pick up crawfish, and they said that they're going to remain closed until, I guess, um, if they make it to stage two, the 18th, or whenever the owner feels comfortable with being open. But they said that 25% in that location is 10 tables. 10. So 10 tables, you probably need the most of, what, two, maybe three waitresses or waiters? Mm -hmm. That's it. And then maybe one bartender. And what else? That's not a lot. A manager and the the people in the kitchen. That's not a lot to be open. No, it's not worth it. Right, it's not worth it. Um, But, you know, places like BB's, you know, they're a franchise, so I think they'll be okay. They've been okay during, during this time. Yeah. But... I think people are just being kind of selfish. Like a lot of the popular places that we've been to are, have been open like a seaside lounge, which is close to the Heights lost and found prospect park, which I've known prospect park to be an actual restaurant. So I feel like they get a pass lost and found. Well, I mean, okay. Prospect park is a restaurant. It is, but it's also a club lounge bar right yes it is and technically to me more people go there for the liquor and the music than they do the food so and the hookah yeah and the hookah so technically i don't consider you more of a restaurant if more people come to your establishment because of your liquor food not not food liquor your uh hookah your dj and the atmosphere i don't really consider you a restaurant but But you selling food but this is the thing. A lot of fire marshals popped up at a lot of these different restaurant, lounge, bar-like locations because mm-hmm. they know that people aren't there just to dine in for an hour at the most and get up and leave. Mm-hmm. No, people want to hang out. Mm-hmm. For the longest I remember, I don't go to Prospect Park a lot, but every time I pass by there, whether it's during the day, at night, it's a gang of people there hanging out. Yeah. So I just think that a lot of people are selfish. Um, some people have a house, but it's not a home. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds like Luther Vandross, but <laughs> a house some people, is not a house. <laughs> but and a some house people have a house, but it's not home to them. So I don't know. I'm just trying to do my part. 
like I've been doing for the last two months and stay in the house. Um, I'd rather be bored in the house, in the house bored than bored in the cemetery, okay? So, right. I'm good. Or at the hospital. Definitely don't want you. Definitely going to be bored at the hospital. Right. Can't go through nowhere so we'll see but i feel like if you own a place where people come to hang out you're not a fucking restaurant (laughs) okay you're not a restaurant it's all greed yeah because we go to papado's all the time we go to grand lux all that we there like 45 minutes max i'm like okay we out like get my food and go like i'm not here just sipping on drinks just chilling that is not that's not a restaurant to me. That is a bar establishment that just so happens to right. sell fucking food. And that's just that. Speaking of Papados, if you're from Houston, the one off the of 16, you know it's probably popping because they open, they back open now. I wonder you know. what their uh, 25% is. You know, and I'm wondering with them, 25%, because you know one side is the bar, like, area and then the other side is like sit down dining but yeah. I, it has to be the 25% of the entire restaurant yeah so they could probably fit some people in it because that restaurant is pretty big it is big it is but, we'll but uh see. you won't catch me there yeah I'm good I'm good y'all y'all be safe out there uh Nina what's been happening this week nothing much Still cooking like Aunt Jemima. Uh, no, not Aunt Jemima. But, I mean, you know, just cooking. <laughs> I mean, trying not to get bored cooking. I'm working out um, at least five days a week. Okay. Um, I've worked that into my routine because it's like, what else do I have to do? Um. But my workouts have been, like, more, like, low, medium impact. It hasn't been, like, super, super. I feel like I'm starting from, like, well, a month ago, I felt like I was starting from zero. Mm -hmm. Now it's a little better. But before all of this, I hadn't really consistently worked out in, like, over a year. So I feel like this is a good time for me to start and just build from there. Mm -hmm. Um. I've been still trying to read about this CMOS stuff. Um, I think I just need to break down and get it and incorporate it into my uh, smoothies and stuff. Because mm-hmm. everyone's saying it's good. It's good for the immune system and everything. It's supposed to kill um, mucus is what it's supposed to do. So It looks like mucus. Ew. It does. I'm not going to lie. It looks like mucus. I actually saw a, um Instagram video of one of my friends and her sister actually taking it just by the sp- spoon. One of them actually threw up off camera. <laughs> they struggled to like really well, get that I mean, down. It originally comes like in this grass-looking type of texture, like sea moss. And then when you blend it, it looks like mucus. It looks like like a jelly, like a clear jelly. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, supposedly it doesn't really have a taste, you know? Well, I heard it tastes real nasty, so I don't know. Well, I think that's why people blend it. People only put, like, maybe a teaspoon, a tablespoon in there, yeah. and then it does what it needs to do. Yeah. Um, 
I'm thinking about getting some. Unfortunately, it's very high price now to get sea monster gel because I think that's the new wave and everything. So, I mean, us black people just trying to stay healthy. That's all. Get you some. Right. Tell me how it works. Um, another thing is, you know, ginger and uh, what is it, turmeric mm-hmm. or whatever. Those are good things to cleanse your system and everything. Um, I'm thinking about getting a juicer. Either I don't have a juicer, and another thing I've been thinking about getting is an air fryer. Definitely an air fryer. I would say a juicer if you're really going to juice. Like, we have a juicer. We use it from time to time. It just depends on when. See, and that's the thing. I don't know if I really need a juicer. I have a blender, and I do prefer smoothie. Okay, so then I would go with the blender then because it's going to be chunky. Juicer is really just going to give you the juice. No grind, right. just the juice of whatever it is that you. And I'm like lazy. Like if I really want to do a juicing, like I'll go get it from. Um, there's many juiceries in Whole Foods, Houston. all kind of stuff. Right, right. Um, what else? Um, socially quarantine, babe. That's still cool. Mm-hmm. Still trucking. Um. I'm just at the point where I don't know, like, we can kind of, like, maybe, like, not be as close, like, kind of distant a little bit. That's all I'm going to say. time? Well, yeah, because, I mean, I feel like, of course, like, my feelings are a certain place, Mm -hmm. and I don't want it to get to a point where it's, like, You're disappointed. Right, or super deep. And I think it would be healthy to not see each other. Like, healthy for you. A lot, a lot. Okay. Right, healthy for me. For us to maybe kind of just space it out a little bit. Okay. And, yeah. And, I mean, now that we're kind of, like, we're kind of better in this, like, quarantine, like, things are kind of, I mean, the city's kind of open. I mean, things aren't regular, nowhere near regular again, but I feel like it won't be that long until things get a little back normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to be in this thing till next year. You know, it's going to get gradually, it's going to get better, but we're basically in this, this thing till next year. But I just feel like in terms to form something healthy, then we need to be... Um, you know, spacing out our time. Basically. Listen, I mean, you ain't got to convince me of nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, also, um, work-wise, um, everyone who's dealing with, and I think this is important, uh, I work in property management, real estate. So a lot of people with paying your rent and stuff, if you're paying rent, um, not really sure on the mortgage side, but with the rent type of side, um, you won't be able, you won't be kicked out of your house at this point. Anytime soon. State of, at least. State of Texas, at least. That's all I'm speaking for is state of Texas. But my thing is, is that I know a lot of different, um, maybe renters, landlords are letting people, you know, like, uh, make payments whenever they can and so forth. Um, but they can't kick you out of your house right now because courts are closed. So how can you be evicted? Yeah. But 
if you are in a limbo where you feel like where you've lost your job or income isn't coming in as well I feel like this is the time for you to think about plan b mm-hmm. like don't just sit around and just be like oh well they can't kick me out so I'm good I don't have to pay nothing you need to be thinking about your next move like okay if I can't afford this place right now what is my next thing to do file for unemployment get on housing some type of public assistance to where you have a plan in place when you need to move out yeah because it's not good that you just sit and wait and wait and be like, oh, well, they can't kick me out. They can't kick me out. All this all this downtime that you have, you need to think about what's the appropriate like situation to move on to for your situation. And also, um, I would say, like, um, communicate with your landlord or your property manager so right. they can know, you know, like, what's happening. And you're right. just not just sitting back and they just think, okay, well, y'all just not going to pay your rent. Okay, so as soon as possible, I'm t- putting your ass right. out. Um, I actually had a tenant reach, um, actually call me. And for what I do is that, you know, we're not telling people not to pay their rent. But what we want you to do is let us know what's going on if there is any trouble or anything that's going on let us know and we're not saying you need this is me you need to pay your rent okay if you can't another option is is that okay maybe you don't have all of your rental payment on the first through the third or whatever we can work out a payment plan mm-hmm. and which that means is that you can Basically, let us know, like, okay, it's best that I pay this amount on this date and then pay this this other amount on this date or whatever. And a matter of fact, I feel like I've always been that way as a property manager, not even just during this pandemic, but even just in general. I feel like I've always been reasonable like that. Um, but a tenant did contact me asking, one... He wanted to renew his lease, which he had been asking about for, like, months before, but his lease isn't up until June. So we don't do a renewal until, like, the lease is actually up for you to resign. Mm-hmm. But he also asked if his rent could be lowered. So, call me harsh, but the answer is no. But the thing is, is that I did explain to him, if you are having trouble paying your rent, we can work out a payment plan. Right. He said that that's not it. Like, he said he didn't need, like, a payment plan arrangement. So, He just wants rent lowered? <laughs> okay, so you can afford to stay here if you want to renew your... That means that you are well and able to pay because what I was thinking was that, okay, we can't lower your rent, but what we can do is, let's say on the first, you can't pay all of it. Okay. Right. We can, you can split up the payments and make payments throughout that month. But he was like, no, no, I would just want to know if my rent can be lowered. And honestly, I had told him right then and there, I'm like, the landlord's not going to do that. I can tell you that right now. Now, your rent's not going to go up when you resign, when you do a lease renewal. Right. But it's, it's not, not going, going down. Up. That's not how that works. <laughs> it's not, right. work. not going to, but that's the thing. I was like, it's not going to go up, nor is it going to go down. It's going to stay the same. And that's just that. Yeah. But the fact that you can't, the problem is, 
is that it's like, okay, so you don't need a payment plan. You just want lower rent. It doesn't work like that. Because if I lower your rent, then that means that you're probably going to want it lowered after that and all these other things to just get in the way. Right. So words from a property manager, just communicate with whoever is the owner of your property and try to come to an understanding. And then if you are in a limbo with your job or unemployment, just try to get that handled. Try to think of your next move when it's time. Mm -hmm. Now, I will tell you that courts do open up in July. I don't know the exact date, but courts do open back up in July. And that means that landlords, people can file whatever they want to file at that point. Um, I don't think for rentals and evictions, you can't file for that until towards the end of August. So you got the whole summer. If you need to move, please think about your next move or what you need to do. Uh, But if you guys, like, honestly, if any listeners have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Hit us up in the DM or you can email us at singleloop at gmail.com. Right. So that's where we are right now. What about you? I ain't doing shit. What's been going on? I ain't doing shit. Where's Bay? Getting on my fucking nerves. Because you ain't been, you ain't seen him and he's upset. Guess what? At this point, he ain't about to see me at all. I just don't like him. He just, I feel like, (laughs) no, like, (laughs) I feel like at this point, like, either he likes to piss me off and he thinks it's, like, funny or he gets off on pissing me off. Or making mm-hmm. me mad. But you know I'm playing a motherfucking game. So I can show you better. Right. I can fucking tell you. Bitch, keep playing with me. Like, stop playing with me. I don't understand. So I haven't seen him in a long time. Like, I haven't seen him. And right. recently, he went and got uh, tested for COVID-19 because he's getting ready to go back to work. His work is requiring him to come back because he is more. he's a trainer. So he would have mm-hmm. to go to these different um, cities and like train people on, you know, the new protocols due to mm-hmm. COVID-19. So he went and got tested. His results came back that he was negative. So I'm like, okay, he was supposed to be leaving sometime this week to go back to work. And what he said was he had to go to these different places. So he'll probably be gone for about like four months is what it was looking like. Right. Which I'm totally fine with the four months thing. I'm used to being in a long distance relationship. I like my space. That does not bother me at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you're going to have to leave. You're going to be gone for four months. You're going to leave sometime this week. You already got tested. So I know you don't have anything. So I'm going to see if I can, you know, meet up with you. Well, not see. Like, I'm, I was planning to meet up with him either today or tomorrow to, like, see him. We can spend some time with each other, have some sex. Ain't had no sex in a long time, you know. You, you know, mm-hmm. get some stick, <laughs> get some right? Stick. Get some stick, get some stick or whatever. <laughs> and you know that was the the game plan. And he knew this because I feel like when I talked to him on Saturday, I was like, okay, well, I'll see what day like I'm gonna come and like hang out with you or whatever. Yesterday was my mom's birthday, so I spent most of the time with my family yesterday, and um, I finally talked to him like later yesterday mm-hmm. night or whatever so we're talking he was like yeah 
um, my manager just called me earlier and he wants me to come tomorrow, right? So he wants me to come tomorrow. So my flight is like at 10.30 a.m. tomorrow to go and be gone for four months. So it's like, okay, you're going to leave tomorrow morning. You're going to be gone for four months. So I feel some type of way about it. I'm like, well, like you have to leave tomorrow. He was like, yeah. He t- he asked me to come tomorrow. This is that and the other, whatever. I didn't say anything negative or anything like that. Because it's like, okay, it's your job. You got to go do your job. It just yeah, is what not, it is. It's not his fault. Yeah. You know? It is what it is. Go handle your business and then we'll figure out whatever it is that we need to figure out later or whatever. But I was kind of hurt about this because, like, you know, I was kind of looking forward to, like, spending some time with him or whatever. And we talked for a little while longer and then we got off the phone and went to bed, right? So this morning, I had missed his first call this morning. So I called him when I got up. And then we were, like, talking and we were, like, on FaceTime and he was getting some food or something. And he was like, yeah, you seem like your feelings was hurt yesterday when I told you that that I was leaving to go to work. And I was like, I mean, yeah, because I wanted to spend time with you, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I was just fucking with you. Like, I don't, I'm not leaving. Like, I'm, I'm at home. <laughs> so now I'm pissed. Now you got me fucked up, bitch. <laughs> Don't check my emotions because my emotions are gonna make me act <laughs> up on you. I'm the wrong one for see this is the thing. You can play that game with certain type of women. I'm not that woman because you told me you're gonna be gone for four months. Since you wanna play with me, okay, I won't see you for four months then. Since you gonna be here or you you here, you gonna be here, whatever. I'll see you after this four months over with since you wanna fucking play with me. Stop playing with me. Stop playing so with me. What's gonna happen? I'm not gonna see him. Fuck him. Why? Because don't play with me. Why are you oh playing? This is the don't. Why are you playing with my emotions or trying to play with my emotions? Like that's how you get off. Like I don't like. To me, that's some toxic nigga shit. With my don't play with my motherfucking emotions. <laughs> like don't do that. I am the wrong one to do that because I will go off on your ass. And I went off on him. And he was like, "Well, I'm sorry. I'll just play it. No, bitch. Don't be sorry. Be motherfucking careful. Next time, be careful." Now nah, I will talk to you later. I don't even want to talk to you right now. Like, get off my phone. Well, get off your phone that you pay for. But whatever. Right. <laughs> like, get off your phone. <laughs> like, I don't even want to talk to you. Cause it's, like, that made me so mad. It was like, because I'm not the type of person. Like, I don't like to be angry or upset. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, you're purposely going out of your way to make me angry or upset. Like, that's not funny. That's not cool. You don't want to see me be mad, angry, or upset. Like, you don't want to do that to me. So why are you are playing you with not, me? Are you not going to talk to him? As in? Like, talk to him on the phone. Like, you're not going to Not today. To I don't want to talk to him today. I'm, I'm done talking to him joke. today. That's not a joke. Don't fucking play with me. Because somebody joke. did you like that, Nina, you would you be laughing? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad no. like, oh, like you're not finna see I'm me. I'm mad. I'm mad. It just turned me off. Like now I don't even want to fuck you no more. Like leave me alone. I'm good. <laughs> I guess. You taking it kinda extreme. I am, cause you pissed me off. Like, don't play with me like that. I don't 
see, the thing is, we've had conversations about this before. Like, he made little jokes about it for stuff, and I'm like, I don't like that. I don't think that's funny. That doesn't, like, make me feel X, Y, and Z. But maybe he just get off on me going off on him, and I don't like the fact that I have to go off on you for you to understand that I don't like certain shit. But it's like, you shouldn't waste energy going off on him, like, for that. So what do you want me to do, just hang up? No, I mean, well, yeah, probably just hang up, but you shouldn't waste your energy on arguing over something like that. There's more serious things to argue about. Like him being dead because I'm going to kill him or what? Like, I just no, there's don't. there's more things to argue about. Like, he could be chilling with another quarantine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> at this I'm point, Dina, at this point, I honestly wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Like, cause you're stressing me. Like, this is not the time to be one playing with me on that level. Because don't play with me at all when it comes to like that type of stuff. When it comes to my emotions and my feelings, I am pretty blunt. When I feel a certain type of way, I will let you know. You don't have to pry it out of me or anything I mean, like did that. Did he think that him telling you that he was leaving the very next day, like you were gonna like rush over to his house, like right I don't know. What, obviously, he wasn't clearly thinking at all, playing with me. So I don't really know what his I end think game maybe was. He was just, like you said, he was trying to see what you were gonna do. Like you were just maybe gonna like jump up and like rush to go see him or something. No, definitely wasn't. And that would have been even worse because he lied about it anyways. It's like, not everything that you, or what you, your thinking process, it just backfired on you. Like, I don't even want to see you. Get the fuck on. Like, I don't even want to see you. And tomorrow, I might feel a little bit different. But right now, in this moment, fuck you. Okay? Because you playing You'll with feel me. Different. You'll feel different tomorrow. No, I don't even want to fuck you. Like, I don't want to fuck you. I don't want those things. Yes, you do. I'm turned off. Yes, I go fuck somebody else. It's fine. You're turned off right now, but... You'll feel tomorrow, around this time tomorrow, because no. you're going to be all up in his grill. Nope, because I'm petty. I hold grudges now. Don't act like you don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> like you don't know. Your hormones I, ain't kicking yet. I Why? can go fuck somebody else. It's fine. Damn, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> no, you're not. Shit. <laughs> Listen, I have a list of dicks that I can have at this moment right now. Don't and we all, but we tend to never use the list. I can sometimes I've dibbled and dabbled into the list, not anything recent or anything like that. But I mean, if I really wanted to, I could. You know why? Because it's easy, it's quick. There's no feelings involved. It's just a nice little hard pelvic thrust, and you get the fuck on. I feel That's like it. We tend to have a list just to keep it and say that we have a list, but we don't really use it. Because I ain't asking for a list. These niggas that just text me. Nine times out of ten, that list consists of niggas that we really don't want to deal with, but the sex was good. But we really don't want to deal with it. And we have the list there just so we can display and be like, I got other niggas checking for me, which they are checking for you, but you don't want to check for them. Fuck that. I got it. <laughs> I don't like people playing on my phone, bitch. That he pays for. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> bitch, don't play on my motherfucking phone. <laughs> don't care. Ask me if I care. Ask me if I care, Nina. <laughs> that okay? I tell him, get off my phone all the time. Like, at this point, you get on my nerves. Get off my phone. Goodbye. Okay. I don't even want to. Don't cut that damn line. 
<laughs> Whatever. I still got the ball. <laughs> I still got the phone, so it, it's nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. That is hilarious. It's nothing. I just don't <laughs> like when people play with me. Like, listen, at this point, y'all ought to know better. Like, what I like, what I don't like, I don't like that shit. Like, that's not funny. I don't think it was funny. I think that that's was very cruel. Like, Yeah. I think it was very cruel for you to try to play that joke on me or whatever, try to tech my... Check my temperature, whatever the fuck you call yourself doing, but you better stop playing with me. He was just checking your temperature. Yeah, okay. I'm going to check his temperature, too. <laughs> and he ain't going to like it. He ain't going to like it. I'm going to keep my box oh my to myself. You keep your stick over there. You can use your stick to do whatever the fuck you want to do, but you ain't getting this box. Leave me the fuck alone, okay? You done pissed Not me off box. now. Not the box. Yeah, fuck you. Shit. I'm going to cuss that bitch out later. See, no. You're saying it too far. No, because it makes me so mad. It makes me but so mad. you were mad when you thought that he was leaving. I wasn't mad. Like, I was upset. I wasn't mad. I was just like, damn, you know, I was going to, I was, I really wanted to see him. I wanted to spend time. I wasn't mad or angry or anything like that. It was just like, oh, my feelings was a little hurt. Now I'm fucking right. mad because you playing with my motherfucking emotions. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. It's not he cool. He was just checking. But don't check. Don't check. Because you're going to fuck around and play your motherfucking self. And that's what you done did now. Just checking. You had a little thermometer. You know. Guess what? Oh, shit. Then broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You don't want to check this temperature. He called me like probably like a couple hours ago when I was working on my products and stuff. Uh, and FaceTime me. I was like, what's up? And I wasn't really paying attention because I was like, had something on the burner. Like, bitch, you're not about to make me fuck up my formula because ain't nothing but the devil. Don't call me while I'm in the middle of making my products. Like, don't do that because I feel like you just, you just calling to disturb me. Like, you don't really want anything. Right. You already didn't piss me off. <laughs> now you coming to disturb what, what I'm got going on. And he was just like, oh, I was just checking on you. I'm like, I'm good. And he was like, okay. And then hung up the phone. Okay. So, bitch, shit. You better stop fucking playing with me today. Tomorrow and the next day, you might have had the wrong idea, but the wrong bitch. Okay. Oh my god. Why am I You're like such a this? Drama queen. I am. Listen, I'm not. I just don't like people <laughs> fucking with me. <laughs> That's it. And people always say, "Oh, like, are you so mean?" Are you so, no, I just don't like people fucking with me. Like, don't fuck with me, and I will not fuck with you. Okay. I'll never come for nobody. I'll never fuck with nobody. But when you fuck with me, you gonna see me. And that's just that. And he fuck with me. So now he ain't gonna see Look. me. He ain't gonna see me. Look. Whatever. Fifth Ward is not always meant to come out. Yes, it is. When people fuck with me, it is. Okay? Anywho. So. Ratatata. Ratatata. Um, <laughs> fuck that. I don't think I've ever been like that serious with somebody like that mad. I just like, don't like people playing with me. Like, what's the point? What's the point? Like, if you miss me, just say you fucking miss me. If you want me to do something, just say you want me to do something. Like, don't be playing all these little games and shit. I don't do. I, Nina, you know I don't play games. You know I hate playing games. <laughs> I don't like I literally don't play board games like I hate fucking games I don't play games I don't want to play games in real life and that's just that 
Okay. And it's quarantine. You might change your mind. No, fuck that. I'll find something else to do. I don't want to play no goddamn games. Fuck that shit. Hey guys, it's your girls, Lark and Nina of Single and Loop Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and like our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spreaker, and iTunes. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. So have we ever talked about, have we talked about Insecure on here before? Um, I think you talked about it a little bit last week. And I want to say I talked about it. We talked about the new season. We talked, yeah, I think we did. We talked about, I think, maybe the first episode of the new season. But, um... I've definitely been enjoying watching Insecure again. I was, I stopped watching it in season two, I think, but I've caught up and um, I look forward to watching it because, you know, now we're in a life where it's like, I'm looking forward to everything that's on television. Yeah. But um, Insecure has been pretty interesting this season. Um, if you're familiar with it, um, Issa... Molly, Issa's friend, uh, Lawrence, Issa's ex, who has came back into the storyline mm-hmm. um, and so forth, takes place in California. But what part? Do you know what part? I think they're all kind of all over because I heard them say um, Compton. They said Burbank. They're just like central Los Angeles. Like East LA, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um... I like the show because it shows people of color like us and I feel like they're around like our age group right mm-hmm. I would say and I feel like they touch on a lot of subjects that we're all going through or will experience or have experienced already um insecure is starting to like I don't know if you know the history Issa and Lawrence have built back up this like friendship so to speak they used to date they were together five years which is a very long time i ain't ever been with nobody for no five years i don't even know what that looks like i have i've been with somebody for six years and shit didn't go no fucking where <laughs> so well you can relate to isa okay um but i've never been in a relationship longer than two years so i don't know and now Lawrence is back in the picture. Um, he's dating somebody that Issa is uh, familiar with. with. Yeah, familiar with. Um, Lawrence is dating a girl who has previously been divorced. They're like new. They're like new couple, and they met at uh, common friends like baby shower and stuff like that. That Issa was all was at as well but she didn't know that they met mm-hmm. and then she met this girl and started um getting advice from her and this girl has taken upon herself to help Issa with her upcoming event which is a block party mm-hmm. um so now they're in the season where they're showing everything leading up to the block party and so along the way there's that situation with Issa knowing that her new friend is dating her ex Mm -hmm. that I feel like she still cares about. And I feel like he, Lawrence, still cares about her. Okay, can we jump into this real quick? 
Can we jump into their relationship real quick? Because you said that they still care about each other. Okay, so, well, let's talk about it. For me, per, for personal experience, or you said they've been with each other for five years. Mm-hmm. I was right. with my ex for six years. There is always going to be, especially when we have mutual friends, which me and my ex don't have mutual friends, but mm-hmm. we have mutual things in common like we still have a storage in california like he yeah he uh is really close with my parents or were really close to my parents at one point like just different things like that so it's still kind of it's a process to kind of pull those i guess layers apart because you were so combined at one point especially five years six years that is a lot of baggage to unpack. So it is probably still some suitcases in the corner somewhere. They can be really small. They can be really big. The things that you need to unpack when you come out of a relationship. But I think for me personally speaking, I can understand their relationship right now. They're really cordial. They can kiki and kind of keep it moving. I could do the same thing with my ex at this point. It took a minute for us to get to that point. I feel like that's the same thing with Issa and Lawrence. Like, it kind of took a minute for them to get there because, of course, any breakup, most breakups, you're going to have an attitude. Somebody going to be mad. Somebody going to get cussed out. Somebody might get ran over. Somebody might get stabbed, (laughs) you know. But there is a point in a breakup where you have to kind of go through that real nasty gray area to come out on the other side where you can still have some type of cordialness. And for them, I think it's important for them to be kind of cordial because they have so many mutual friends. Like they run into each other a lot. So it's easy for them to like, Oh, Hey, what's up? But you know, like small, I think at this point it's just small talk. Like it's not anything like in depth or serious, even though he did look like he was about to tell her something real serious. I just don't like how he's created this communication behind his girl's back. That is something that I cannot relate to because I'm not friends with him and his. Because, I mean, I understand that he has a line of communication, but, like, for him to, like, basically he went behind uh, his girl's, her name is Condola, Mm -hmm. went behind her back and basically wanted to let Issa know, like, hey, don't really talk about me like that. I really want a chance with her. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He should have left that alone. He should have left it alone. Um, or, said something, or said but something. Or said something to he, Condola. Condola. Is that her name? Condola? Condola. Yeah. Yeah, he should have said something to her. Because she asked him at the table, well, does this make you feel uncomfortable? He should have said yes. Right. Yeah. And... Then they could have talked about, like, okay, well, what can I do to not, like, make it whatever? And he probably could have just said, you know, just don't talk about me or diffuse or kind of redirect the conversation if it is about me, if she brings it up. Yeah. That could have been easy. And then she could have went back and they had a conversation. Let's just say Issa was like, oh, yeah, because, you know, whatever. And she was like... You know, I talked to Lawrence about us talking about him, and he's not really feeling us talking about him, so let's just leave it at that. You know, and that could have been, like, nothing. Easy. Easy breathing. And also, it would have created, like, that fine line between Issa and Lawrence. Mm -hmm. That's how she would have known, like, okay, we're really, like, done, done. Yeah. But now, 
Lawrence has created a line of communication. He showed up at her house just to talk to her about it. I mean, they weren't, he wasn't inside her place, but he was outside. It's enough that he knows where she currently lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact is, is that he didn't tell Condola about it. No. So it's already bad. And he didn't tell her for a reason. I mean, the action is already put out there because he knows that that's something that she would probably have a problem with. So now but... they have this line of communication she doesn't know about. And she, Issa also communicated with him like, oh, should I tell her that we met up? And he said, no, don't tell her that we met up and had this talk. So it's kind of like, okay, now you really are hiding something. But I don't think that he was telling her not to, well, he didn't tell her that he was meeting up with her because he was trying to hide the fact that he was meeting up with her. I think he was trying to hide that he was meeting up with her because he lied to Condola and said it didn't bother him. I think that was really in his head. I don't want to look, you know, weak to the person I'm dating right now. So I'm just going to go to Issa and have a conversation with Issa and then let her maneuver the conversation instead of him telling his girlfriend, like we had already said, but honestly, I don't think he's trying to hide the fact that he met up with her because he met up with her. He's trying to hide the fact that he met up with her because he told her that he felt uncomfortable and he didn't tell his girlfriend that he felt uncomfortable. But you see what's happening, though. They're exes and he still feels he's more he comfortable with Issa with her. Yeah. Than the new girl. Yeah. And that's so, why he doesn't want her to know. It's a problem. That's definitely a it's problem. It's a problem. Okay, honestly, look, I, I like, honestly, I really, especially in the first season, I like Lawrence, I do, but he just, like, he's grown a lot. Mm-hmm. He has grown a lot from where he was. Issa, Issa did have a lot to do with that, as she explained in not this past episode, but the episode before. And she felt like, you know, she had a lot to do with who the man he is right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like she's wrong for feeling that way. She has every right to feel like she built him to where he is. And she also said that Condola is reaping the benefits of what she did. But I think that's in every relationship, though. Huh? That's in every relationship. Yeah, for sure. So... I can understand how she feels, um, but the question is in the air, like Condola said, you know, would you still be with her had she had not cheated? Yes. I think he would have. Yeah. I think the answer because is yes. Because where else was he going to go at that time? What else was he going to do at that time? <laughs> he was not doing well at the time, which a lot of men, they blame us. Like, it's really, really bad when we cheat. Like, don't let us cheat, because we are Satan, okay? We are Satan when we cheat, okay? But they're, you know, if a guy cheats, they're just a nigga that cheated, and you forgave him, and the shit just moves on. But we're Satan when we cheat. Consider but the problem me a man. is that she cheated because there was something she wasn't getting in her relationship, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm not just saying sex. I'm talking about just conversation being motivated not sounding like a debbie downer all the time because you don't have a job things aren't working 
okay? Usually when you're with a partner like that, you want to seek somebody who's positive. You want to seek somebody who's going to lift you up. He wasn't lifting her up as a man. So I see why she did cheat. It's not right, but she did it because it was something that she wasn't getting. Then, on the other hand, when Lawrence was working at Best Buy, he met a girl who was willing to accept him for his low standards, okay? Because she had low standards, okay? Come on, I didn't like Tasha anyway. I love Tasha in real life. (laughs) What's up, Dominique? (laughs) (laughs) Tasha in real life, real life, real, you know. I mean, we all got some, everybody got some, this is the thing. You always are going to have someone that's going to take you wherever you're at and be okay with wherever you're at. You know what I'm saying? But it has you, you have to decide like, I'm not okay with this. I'm not, cause I wouldn't take myself where I'm at right now. I need somebody that has a little bit more standards for me, you know, that expects more of me. And that's what you were saying. Even in the motivational thing with him, with Issa, like motivate me. You should want me to do more. You should want me to do better. And I think he kind of got a glimpse of him in Tasha and he was like right. damn that's that's not what I want to do I don't want to stay on this level like I want to progress I want to be you know the boss I want to be but I also think with Tasha it was never going to get to that point of him being serious with her anyways just because of where he was in his life he was he met her while he was still in a relationship with Issa and then was like the rebound girl once things were over but so he also realized that she didn't expect she didn't expect a lot from him and he didn't like no, that. No, she just wanted him to be there. She just wanted him to be there and watch movies and drink wine and have sex and and that's it. And if that's all and that's how he realized that no, I want to do better. Now, he could have just stayed stagnant and just stayed with the okie doke but she wasn't it for him. And I think what happened was, if we remember, was it, it was season two when Tasha invited him to her like family reunion. She was kind of taking it a little too far too soon. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, oh, I want you to meet such and such. But it was like, Tasha, pump your brakes. Like y'all ain't like that. Y'all ain't there, boo. She just got out of a relationship and she knew all of this. Mm-hmm. Like she knew all of this because he was telling her all his feelings and what was going on. So I think she kind of just jumped the gun and was just like, I want to invite my man to this family reunion. It was wrong that he left, though. I think to him, she was more of like a listening ear and something to fuck at the time. And for her, it was just like, oh, yeah, this is my man. It was like, no, girl, you got, no, this ain't, this ain't what this is. This ain't what this is. So you have to be real careful um, of that. But I mean, to me so far, I think he is going a little far with the emo- uh, emojis, like looking at motherfucking Snapchats and shit. Like, Lauren, you're kind of crossing some boundaries that you shouldn't be crossing. Lauren's just leaving that line of community. He's leaving the door cracked. Yeah. He is, definitely. But I don't and think she's like reciprocating it, though. You said what? I don't think she's like thinking the same way he's thinking. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's, she is like, oh, you know, oh, okay, Lawrence. I think she's like, okay, accepted the fact that Lauren has moved on with his because relationship. 
she wants him back. Like, you know, like she wouldn't mind having him back in her space. But I don't think she's did anything to prove that, though. No, of course not, because he's out doing other things. She's doing other things. Their lives are different now. I don't think she expects it because she did wrong. And I think she feels bad for doing wrong. But it's like, at this point, and I guess how I would feel if I cheated on my significant other, and if I admit my wrongs and everything like that, and, and you know, and I apologize, yes, I want you back, but that's all I can say. It's up to you, the other person, to forgive me and come back. So I'm always going to be the person that's like open to listening to you because all I ever wanted was for you to come back and forgive me. You know, But I don't think she's playing that role, though. Like, I really feel like Issa is just kind of like minding her business, doing what she got to do for her she is, concert. She is. She is. But a part of Lawrence has not let, like, he's of still course. like. He's always going to be in the corner somewhere until she moves on, until she starts dating somebody else that she's, like, really into and all. Like, he's going to be kind of in the corner. Like I said earlier, when you're in a long relationship like that, you're always going to have baggage to unpack when it comes to right. you and that person. It might be big bags, might be small bags, might be super, super little bags, but it's still going to be some baggage in the corner. So if anything, I think for Issa, it's more of like a French, like we're cool. Like we ain't friends, friends, but we can communicate. I could be here for you if you come to me with something, give you some advice, but that's it. For Lawrence, I think Lawrence is like really, really rethinking like, damn, maybe I should have stayed with Issa, even though she fucked up. And he's trying to figure out what it is he wants, especially I now. Really, I think he really wants to be in a relationship and build and get married. Like, that's his focus for, like, the next... Like, that. he's focused on that now. Like, wanting to do better. He told Condola, like, oh, I feel like I need to step my game up, you know, or whatever. But this is why, though. I feel like now he's kind of looking at Issa a little bit more because he knows what Issa wanted at one point, which is a family and all this kind of stuff. And Condola doesn't want that. Now he knows Condola doesn't want that anytime soon. Right. So now he's like, damn, let me weigh my options. That's what he's doing. I just hope, which I'm not going to be surprised if it happens if Issa and Lawrence sleep with each other. This I hope week. not. <laughs> I think it might happen, though. Like, just for the one time, like, I think it might happen. And then, if they end up back together, like, why did we even go through another season? Because sometimes you got to break up to realize what the fuck you truly want. Well, they already got signed. They already signed for a fifth season. So, they'll be back. But... You know, Issa could be I pregnant. They could like... be married. You know, you know I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so what about Issa and Molly? I hate They have Molly. a little friendship little thing going on and molly both of them have both of them have issues like on both ends um molly i think is a bit of a hater when it comes to Issa sometimes and it comes out of nowhere it's like for no reason and it's just like why are you such a hater i think first of all i'm just gonna be very clear right now um i do not like molly at all yeah. I don't like the vibe she giving anybody. I don't like none of the vibe she giving nobody. Okay, um, yeah. I would say she's coming off more of a hater to Issa, like she's doing little things. But I think with her and her, and Issa's relationship, she feels like she always has to be 
a couple of steps ahead of Issa and Issa has to be behind her and she's feeling some type of way that Issa is like on her, you know, focus on what she's doing, not really friending her. Hey friend, what are you doing friend? Just checking out your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she's not really doing that. She's like, damn, you know, I'm really getting my shit together and I'm not coming to you for every little thing. I'm not, Right. You know, confiding you in every little thing right now. And I think Molly feels some type of way. One, because of that and a lot of other things. Because Molly got to get her shit together. Because I feel like at this point, she's about to lose her job. <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> you're doing too um, fucking much. It seems like, I don't know. It seems like it's going okay now. But you're not but getting along with your co-workers. You know? Well, the last episode seemed like it was okay. It seemed like it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I think Molly, with her with her new job, she's not used to working with predominantly black yeah. people. And her job is very competitive, but she has to realize that she's working with the people who are African-American just like her. Yeah. So it's not much of the competition as if when she was at a predominantly white firm, it was different. She had to fight to hear her voice heard. Mm-hmm. But now you're in a place where everybody's voice can be heard. So there's no need for competition and being first and and doing all this other stuff. That she be doing. So I hope she gets that part of it. I think Molly has a lot of growing to do. Um, What about her and this Asian guy? Even with that, like, I feel like she has a a lot of growing to do. Like, you want this man to be at your beck and call. But when he's busy, you're mad. Yeah. You're busy when he's mad. Like, girl, you called this man over and it was like, oh, well, I need to finish doing something, so I'll be back at in nine. The middle, in the midst of them about to get it on, and she's like, oh, I need to finish work. And then she didn't get to back to the bed till almost two in the morning. Right. So why you just didn't why did you not just text him when you was finished working? Like, yo, pull up, pull up. If that's all your goal in was was to have sex at the end of the night, like I just didn't like how, like he was like, oh well, I'm gonna go hang with my friends after dinner, and she was like, oh well, I thought this, and he was like, mm, why is it a problem? No. And then they had a talk. <laughs> they had a talk, but he was like, you know, I'm just trying to see like where I fit because. You know, he was like, you know, you get busy. He was like, I get busy, too, with work, but I make you a priority. Like, that's the whole point about dating. Because they're still in the beginning. They're, like, two, three months in, and she's just, like, you know, he, from what it seems like, you know, she cancels on him, whatever, whatever. They meet up. She does what she want to do. Yeah. He's in a good mood. He's not mad or doesn't mention, like, her canceling and then... When he says, like, oh, I'm going to hang out with my friend, she's like, oh, oh. Now we got a problem. Well, but he was like, you know, he gets busy with work, too. But the thing is, is that it's like, I make you a priority. Like, if I'm with you, I'm not going to stop and go do work if I don't have to. I think for Molly, like, she has this this point that she needs to prove. And she don't really know what the fucking point is. Like, she wants to prove that she is this, this, that, and the other, and you're looking less than. You want to prove that you're a boss bitch, 
and you want to have the relationship. Like, you can have it all. Basically, this is what I feel like she's trying to prove. She can have it all. She can have the career. She can have the man. She can have the family. She can have this. But you're sacrificing a lot of these things trying to prove this dumbass point. Like, yeah, you can have the career with compromise. You can have the man with compromise. And you have to compromise some stuff. You can't just be like, oh, I do it. Because when she was sitting in there with the coworkers, and the one was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go because I got to get the kids. And then the other one was like, Oh yeah, I'll stay. It's fine. And she like, mm-hmm. oh well, I can say no, bitch. Just go. Right. What are you trying to she prove? She just feels like she has to, and she's like, oh well, I'm gonna. She canceled plans with Andrew. Yeah, just go. What? Why are you doing this? You you don't have to do that. You ain't doing nothing but playing your and motherfucking you notice, self. Like her bosses, like the partners, when she does volunteer, they just they're just like, oh okay, like you know, kind of like. Not a surprise, but it's kind of like, okay, you don't have to. Yeah, we don't like, expect you down. to do a volunteer for everything. We know I that know, everybody has a life. Because it's kind of like, it's like, oh, well, if I want to cancel and work, I can do that. I'm like, no. If you want a successful relationship, you can't, you do can't that. like, you can't do work that. how you did as if you were single. Right. You see? Like, if you're single, you don't have nobody waiting for you at home or no plans. You do whatever you want to do. Work those late hours. But if you have plans already with a guy that you probably only see maybe once a week and that's all you have time for, then you just yeah. cancel the whole week. I can see if it was something like mandatory, like, no, we have to finish this tonight. That's different. But that was not the case. Like, sis, it looks like y'all got plenty of time. Go on your day with this man. Like, what are you what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Like, I, you're, like you're really playing yourself like she has this vision in her head of what she thinks the perfect life for her is and that kind of crumbles even with her parents relationship when she found out her dad cheated so now she got beef with her daddy bitch mind your business <laughs> mind your fucking business okay and i i, I can kind of understand that because you know we all look at our parents as like superheroes you know what i'm saying right and our parents can never do no wrong, but that's not the case. Our parents are fucking human and they can do, you know, make some wrong decisions and wrong choices in life. And they, it's their choice and their decision to figure out their life. You are a fucking child. You my child at that. Mind your business. They ain't got nothing to do with you. But now she's like, damn, well, I didn't left all these men. That's her problem. Her problem is not the fact that her dad cheated her mom. Her problem is the fact is that she thought that her dad was this person that he's not. And she dated people like her dad and that man and cheated on her. And she was like, oh, well, my dad ain't never cheated from my mom. So I'm going to go ahead and move. Like, yeah. girl, you don't know. You don't know. And it ain't none of your business. One, because it's your parents' responsibility not even to bring you into that type of shit. Right. I, don't, I just feel like she has a lot of soul searching to do. Um, her right. and Issa keep avoiding the talk they're supposed to have. But they do need to talk because another thing, Issa kind of, I feel like Issa's issue, like, because Issa has, like, Issa's issue with Molly is, like, she has to, like, Issa will say stuff, like, about Molly's situation, but it's like, bitch, you can't talk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Issa will, she will carry on, like, her her opinions and stuff and it's just like girl like and you fucking this tsa man with these kids and you feel like you don't have an issue i think molly has a little bit more of a problem than Issa does with their relationship 
I think Molly thinks she knows everything. That's another issue. Like she knows everything and she's right about everything and what she but assumes also, is fact. Molly fat. be like helping, kind of helping Issa, and then also like Issa wanted her to find like Issa wanted her to talk to Andrew, the Asian dude that mm-hmm. Molly's dating, about a. Uh, a, a opener for her block party and stuff, but the way Issa was doing it, it was just like kind of like, oh, girl, you could do it, and it's gonna get done. You know but what I mean? Like, obviously, I didn't see anything wrong with that because even on the first episode, she offered. Like, she offered, like, oh, I'm going to bring Andrew because he works for this, this, that, and the other. T-. Like, so that was already on the table. So I really didn't right. see an issue with so when Issa, Molly like. So didn't do it, when Molly didn't do it, I felt like it was two things. So the first thing, it was like, you know, I really want to, like, I don't want to do that to him, like, thinking, like, I'm just trying to toss him for a hookup. So I get that. I get that excuse. But I also feel like deep down, Molly didn't do it because she didn't want to do it for Issa. Yeah, I think that was more right. of anything. Because right. even if she would have did it and ex- like told Andrew, like, oh, yeah, this Issa's guy, you know, dropped out or whatever. He would have been okay with it. W- it. He would have been totally fine with it. I think that Molly is making a big deal out of something that is not a big deal like she always and does. And then she was kind of turning up her nose when Lawrence and Issa were talking. Yeah. Like, oh, they about to go fuck or something. Like, girl, first of all, you don't even know what they're talking about. Mind your business. so, like, messy. And then she kind of threw shade at Issa, like, while they were there, like, oh, well, we saw the baby this last time that you weren't, you weren't at, like, you weren't there. Okay. And even with, with, again, Molly, bitch, prioritize your fucking shit sis you're over here looking at your good friends baby obviously y'all have did this multiple times you have plans right. with this man why are you canceling with your dude because you still having baby time and then you gotta work after this so you know let's rain check ain't your motherfucking baby did she say oh she she texted him while yeah. they were there yeah like girl get your fucking life uh, anytime i might hang out with y'all Okay, I was here. I was, and that's how you're supposed to be. Not saying you're neglecting your friends' relationships or anything like this. I was here. I came. I chilled with y'all. We kiki. Okay, I also have something else I need to go do. So let me go over here with my man or whatever. I gotta date y'all. How would y'all like? It would have been a problem. No, nobody would have cared. What's her? I I keep forgetting Amanda Seals' character's name. Tiffany. Tiffany. Okay. She she wouldn't have cared. She wouldn't have cared. None of them would have cared. Nobody would have thought twice about it. Like, okay, girl. All right, we'll see you later. Next maybe time, Kelly, whatever. Maybe Kelly, if Kelly would have left, because her and Kelly are close. I feel like they fucking related. Are they not related? Who? Tiffany and Kelly. They're not related. They're just really, really close friends. Oh, okay. Because even when they were joking about the baby, they was like, oh, the baby looked like Tiffany to me. Yeah, they said the baby looked like her <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, I know. And then it was kind of sad when Tiffany's, that's her husband, right? Yes. He was talking to Lawrence just about, like, how they were supposed to, like, wait. And, you know, like, they said they wanted to wait, like, two years and just travel and stuff like that. And things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And he was like, basically, I feel like a lot of women and men say this, like, not that it's not a blessing that they have this beautiful child. But they wish that we would have had more time just to, like, do us. You know, so I totally understand that. I have decided <laughs> when I get married, I'm getting on birth control. Girl, shut up. 
Fuck that. I don't care. Call it what you want. Call it no. what you want. I'm going to get on birth control at least for the first year. Like, I don't want to have a baby Why? the first year I'm married. I don't want to have a baby the first year I'm married. Like, I would like to. Uh, you better start birth control before you get married and carry that shit on throughout the I marriage. will. I will. Right when I get you engaged. Well just get, a, um, get an implant in for like three years or something. Yeah, you can take it out whenever. But yeah, I probably will. Like, as soon as I probably get engaged, I'm like, okay, birth control it is. Because... I just don't, I don't want to have, it's a lot to blend your life with somebody else, right? It's still, no matter how long y'all date and then y'all get married, you still don't really know that person completely 100%. And now y'all have to live with each other. Y'all have to cohabitate. Y'all have to do this, this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot to deal with. And then you put a baby right in the mixer. Like, okay, we married. Now we have a baby. Like that is a lot of craziness that I'm just not trying to do in my first year of marriage. Second year. Cool. Because I'm getting older. If I was younger, bitch, I would push that bitch out three years, but I cannot do that because I am a little older. But as soon as I get engaged, I'm fucking getting on birth control and I ain't going to tell him about it. I am not. Look. Baby. Baby's here. Baby crying, baby tears. I don't want it. I don't want it. I just feel like once I'm married, like if it happens, it happens. Great. I want to live my life. Unless, unless I can afford like a for real nanny that can like travel with us or whatever, then that'll be a whole different situation. But right now, I'm just looking at what I have right now, and I can't afford for no nanny to travel with me, so I don't want to have no baby right now. What if you get what if you what if you get pregnant before you're married? I'm not. But what if? I'm not. I'm gonna get an abortion. <laughs> okay. Thirty something year old woman who doesn't have an excuse not to deliver a baby is in the abortion clinic. The only excuse I have is that I don't with twelve year olds. Okay, you sit right next to a twelve year old trying to decide what they're gonna wear middle school tomorrow and then you 30 some years old get an abortion for what <laughs> nothing first of all i hope ain't no 12 year olds get no goddamn abortion okay like listen just don't there are don't do it but i just my only excuse is that i don't want to have no baby right now like i just don't i i love and i love babies I and i want to have this, a baby I, I thought about this since i was like in my 20s like if you're pregnant and you don't want to have it, like, yes, you can get an abortion. But at the same time, you think about it because it's like, okay, the only excuse you have is... I don't want to. Right. You don't want to. And you have that right. But then it's kind of like, well, damn, am I being selfish? No. Like, am I being unreasonable? Because I actually can't afford to take care of this child, but I just don't want to. Sometimes I feel like it's like, like, I was like, I might feel guilty. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely not saying it's not unreasonable because it's definitely unreasonable. But I also have a choice. Like, this is my life and I can choose what I want and, you know, what I want to do with it at the time that I want to do it. So. When in doubt, take a plan B. That's there you go. There you go. We could just skip the whole abortion clinic altogether. We're not but advocating for abortion. But you within but the allowed time to take it. This is true. 
I'm what just is gonna, it, 72, 72 hours? I'm just going to stick to I having protective sex. I'm going to stick to having protective sex, okay? Yes. But I feel like once yes. you get engaged, like, niggas just be like, oh, fuck it. No, no, no. Why is it the no. older we get? Why is it that the older we get or the men that we meet are older or whatever, like, they think that they're too old to wear a condom as if there's an age limit to wear a condom? No. Fuck but they, I feel like they think, like, it's an age limit to wear a condom, like, like, oh, like, I don't do that Maybe they just feel like, like they grown why? enough or they more established enough to have a baby. But, bitch, have your own baby. What like, I think this, guys think different. I feel like. But this is the thing. How are you too old to wear a condom, but then you're still doing little boy shit, like pull out method, like a 12-year-old? How does this add First of all, stop saying 12. <laughs> conversation <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know how we got off of that but yeah insecure um it comes on sundays it's only 30 minutes um sometimes like you said like you got you like not to watch it for a few episodes so you could just binge watch it for like an hour or two yeah but it's today. a really good season i think that um a lot of the, a lot of what's going on, it relates to us, like our age group, and I think it makes really good conversation to talk about because they do touch on a lot of things that we go through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Other than that, um, yeah. So I'm gonna probably not watch Insecure again for maybe the next three episodes. So we probably won't talk about it again until the next couple right. of episodes. But I would say watch it. I'm kind of liking this season a little bit more than the first season. Y'all know I didn't finish the rest of those seasons because Issa was getting on my motherfucking nerves. But you know me, Issa what is cool that, right when now. Did you, stop, you stopped in season two? Yeah, yeah. But now me, Issa's okay. Like, she's bossing up. She's, you know, being more okay in life and not yeah. doing super, super dumb shit. Um, if her and Lawrence fuck, I might have to move around, though, because I just, I just don't. <laughs> Why is everybody not wanting that to happen? I mean, like, I just don't. The only way I can see it happen is, like, if they fuck, Issa wind up pregnant or some shit, and then they wind up being with each other in the long run or something. I don't know. But I just don't see a point of it right now. Like, Lawrence still has a lot, to growing, a lot of growing to do. So does Issa. And I feel like sometimes it's good to do your growing separately. You know, yeah, you can grow a little bit more. Uh, fuck Molly, and (laughs) fuck Molly. Molly Molly is a fucking weirdo. Like she don't know what she want in life. What happened to her dog? I don't know. That Frenchie. They haven't shown it. 
Well, have they been at her? Oh, they did be. They were at her apartment this last episode. They've been at her house plenty of times, and I ain't seen that dog. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they forgot she had a dog. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that happens sometimes. It was a cute dog. That's why I remember. We'll see what happens. Um, do you have a Nina's Quanta? Um, please still wash your hands. Please. And um, please still take several showers during the day, especially if you're going in and out into the world. Please wear a mask. Okay. Um, Social distancing. um, Respect who's around you. Just because some of the parts of the city are opening up doesn't mean that you shouldn't still take precautions. Um, And if you don't have to go anywhere, don't go anywhere. Unless it's essential. Yeah. And yeah, that's about it. Uh, A moment with Lark. I don't like playing games, so don't play games with me. One. Uh, <laughs> in general, like, I really don't like playing games. Like, board games, Jenga. I don't like playing games. Fuck games. For what? I love Jenga. I don't like playing games. Like, life is hard enough. I ain't got time to be playing no motherfucking games, okay? And that's just me. Um, Other than that, I would say, y'all, yeah, be careful. Be careful. I feel like we're going to sit back and see what the next couple of days brings the next month brings tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo on Taco Tuesday Cinco de Mayo um, so yeah we'll probably be drunk as fuck maybe you know maybe we might make an appearance on live or something tomorrow maybe um, I was actually invited to a Cinco de Mayo party and she was like oh RSVP and I'm like girl I ain't coming girl wait an actual party like a like at her house like I'm assuming she inviting a couple of people she invited me but I'm like girl I ain't uh-uh. <laughs> listen I miss the free world but I don't miss that motherfucker like that I ain't doing it no. so yeah people still out here sharing hookahs and sharing blunts and I'm just saying y'all be careful cause what? I saw it definitely saw it so, uh, yeah, this is episode 91 of Single and Loop, and we out. We out. Bye. Bye. Just because the episode is over doesn't mean you're out the loop. Make sure you send your listener letters to singleandloop at gmail.com or DM us at Single in the Loop.